Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Snatched, the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks, LA-92, American Idol, and televisions, cancellations, and renewals. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. Hey y'all. Happy Mother's Day. That's true. We had a great day with your mom. Ate a lot. We did eat a lot. I'm very full. Yeah, I feel a little sick. Ugh. And I was asleep five minutes ago. Literally, like, two seconds on the car. You were not saying. <laughs> For a minute, I thought you were bobbing to the music, and then I said, oh, no, he's fully at rest. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your week? A dream come true. Did you do anything fun? Mm-hmm. Not that I can remember. I met Gabri Sidibe. That's pretty fun. She was very nice, but she talked for a long time, and she was about 25 minutes late coming out. Not acceptable. It's just, we've seemed to run into that quite a bit where famous people are not on time, which is surprising to me because they're actors who are on, like, crazy schedules where they should really be on time. Yeah. It's very odd to me. Um, okay, the first thing we're going to talk about is Snatched, which Adrian decided to sleep instead of go see. Yeah, I just wanted to not fall asleep in a movie. I agree. I have been falling asleep in a lot of movies recently. Yeah, I just thought if I want to fall asleep, I'd rather just be comfortable in my down comforter. <laughs> I don't blame you. As opposed to sitting upright. I got a new duvet cover. I saw, I thought something was different. Um... Anyway, Snatch stars Amy Schumer, Goldie Hawn, in her first movie in 15 years. That's too long. The last one, can you name it? Overboard. The Banger Sisters with Susan Sarandon, which I love. 2002. I guess. Is that 15 years? You love Overboard? It is a good movie. That one's cute. She's in a lot of good movies. Um, The First Wives Club. I never saw that. I know. I was waiting for you to say it. Um, okay, Snatched was good. I just kept wondering if you guys, like, laughed out loud. I don't know that I laughed out loud. Here's what I would compare it to. A Melissa McCarthy movie. Yeah, Patrick said Tammy. Dumb as a box of rocks. So bad. So, the writing is awful. It's not clever. It's not unique. It's not interesting. She didn't write it? No, I don't, I hope not. I don't think she did. And... It just is not a movie that ever needed to be made. Right. But, is it funny? Sure. Amy Schumer is so likable and so watchable. People love to hate her. Yeah, I know. Which I think that's anybody that's famous. But, like, she's, like, she's just enjoyable. She's a good time. And Goldie Hawn is very enjoyable and is a similar silly kind of drunken humor as Amy Schumer. So I thought the two of them together were a great team, and they made the movie very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Wanda Sykes was in it quite a bit. She was very funny. Mm-hmm. Joan Cusack was in it a good bit. She was funny. She's in that? Yeah, but she doesn't really talk very much, but she was, like, um, in it. The last movie I remember us seeing where we laughed out loud was Spy. Like, literally yeah, laughed Yeah, Spy out loud. is funny. Melissa McCarthy makes me laugh. But not the boss. That one I didn't really laugh in. But like Tammy, when she jumps off the cabinet and falls to the ground, I mean, that made me like want to spit. 
But she'll, like, get punched in the face if it's funny. Oh, yeah. Or when she runs away from the police and then blames it on bees. That is funny. <laughs> but, like, Amy Schumer in this one, she gets a tapeworm pulled out of her mouth. Her boobie is out. Like, it's that kind of humor. It is, like, the lowest brow of humor. Physical comedy. Yeah, it's, like, bro humor, but for women. Right. Also, it didn't really make that much money, which I think is interesting. Because they've advertised it. It just maybe just in where we are, but they have advertised it to almost an annoying degree. Maybe I'll go see it. You should. Like, if you have, like, an afternoon where you're just hanging out. It's better than seeing the boss, baby. <laughs> um... So yeah, that's that. It was, it, it was fine. <laughs> uh, next we're going to talk about The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, which we finally watched. Orpa. It stars Oprah Winfrey. Rose. Or as my friend said, Orca Winfrey. Because you were on a dolphin with the Oprah shirt <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, that was funny. Orca. Uh, so it stars Oprah Winfrey, Rose Byrne. It's, came on H- it's on HBO. So if you have HBO, you can watch anything that ever they've ever had now. Because on their apps, they put literally everything, every special, anything. Is and if there. you don't have HBO, you can buy that HBO now, which is like Netflix for HBO. Which is what? how much? Like $10? $15. And you get everything. And they do have movies, so I guess it's worth it. And, and in a lot of ways, better movies than Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's about this woman um, who basically, apparently, they steal humans' DNA all the time. To, like, reproduce cells without t- anybody giving consent. Mm-hmm. And they stole this woman's... Or they, like, took this woman's uh, cells and cloned it. And her DNA, basically, did well. And so they've been using it to reproduce cells for, like, however many years. Like, 60 yeah, years. Yeah, I think hers have been the only ones able to, like, fully live outside of the human body. And, like, thrive. And, like and so years and this is a true story yeah so it's about rose Byrne is a writer who's writing her story and from the daughter's from point the daughter's of view. point of view the daughter is played by oprah i don't know that it, again it, i think it's a fascinating story a very interesting piece of history was it a strong narrative of a movie mm-hmm. nah uh, agreed like, watching Oprah run around and, like, experience her mother's history and try to learn about her, is that interesting? Sure. But they needed about 25 more minutes of, like, flashback and actual story about Henrietta Lacks and 25 less minutes of Oprah, like, having dinner with, like, people that she enjoys. And she's the best, worst actress of all time. Right. She's not that good. I think that she's a good actress. I just think that she needs to try something else. She doesn't have to put on this, like, old southern black woman voice every movie that she's in. That seems to be, like, the only character that she's comfortable playing. Yeah. And she just needs to play herself. Like, I don't understand why she can't ever just speak as Oprah. And Patrick made a good point. Maybe in Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, maybe. But it was a fine movie. Uh, Yeah. The worst part, what's-his-face, who was in OJ? Courtney B. Vance. Oh, he was absolutely terrible. And advertised that he was a lead. Yeah, what? I don't... It was so yeah, it was a good time. Do you think it was a story that needed to be told? No, but was it interesting? Sure. Similar to Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures (laughs) is a story that needed to be told. It is cool. I mean, it's fascinating. This woman's DNA was, like, literally 
taken without her knowing, and you have to buy those cells. So, like, people have been buying these cells for years and years and years and years from this hospital, and that family has gotten not a dime. Not a single penny. And I just kept thinking, well, now are they getting money from this movie and the book? That's exactly what I Or is just that author getting money that wrote the book? Probably. I probably, probably think both. Money. I hope so. Um, and Oprah died, right? Yes, her character. Her character, or the woman she played, died. Yeah, like a day after the book was released. Crazy. In her sleep. That's sad, but peaceful. Um, next, we're going to talk about a documentary called LA 92 that came on the National Geographic Network. It's about the LA riots, which I literally knew very little about. Me too. I knew about Rodney King and how he had gotten attacked by the police. Yeah. But that's about the end of it. Yeah. I never had heard of the other woman. No, me either. The and four, it the still was interesting. So basically, right after Rodney King was like beaten by policemen, uh, this 15-year-old got shot in the back of the head, African-American girl, mm-hmm. by a... Korean grocery co- store. A Korean grocery store clerk, owner. owner. And she was, apparently, it's, the woman said she was trying to steal, but the girl had the money to pay for it in her hand. Orange juice. Yeah. So, the, so that was like, the those two things were like the catalyst and the L.A. riots. The combination of all of it. Absolutely horrifying. And I think the scariest part of it is it is so close to our apartment. Every single location was like our neighborhood we've been there i know where that is that's right down the street yada 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 and just like the way that our world is right now first of all here's my real problem what when will facebook go back to having pop culture stuff on the news page i'm telling you on the computer you can change it i have to change it i don't every single one on mine it's at the first word and it's trump you don't want to feel like I like no. I like knowing a mix. Like even though I don't like sports, if like Derek Jeter breaks his leg off, I would I'll be okay knowing that. Why don't you use Apple News, where you can get notifications all day long about stuff? That's too much. I look at enough Hollywood Reporter and all that. I don't need to know more than that. But it's on your phone. Yeah, but I look at Hollywood Reporter on my phone. So just turn the notifications on. From oh, I took the Apple News thing off. You're a fool. I know, when you sent me that Mama June thing, I had to Google it to find the article. Oh, you're a fool. I'm sorry. Okay, anyway, the documentary is absolutely fascinating. And like you said, I think the most interesting part is that they don't use any narration. There's no, like, twisted opinion or, like, this historian or that historian. It is literally just clips from the news with no dialogue. None. And it's, it reminds, I don't know if you've ever seen it before I made you watch it, that there's a 9-11 documentary that's all, like, the home footage of people. Mm-hmm. So, and it's exactly like you said. It's like, there's no way that any of that story can be, like, meddled with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no perspective. At the end, there is, because they open up with the same little piece of dialogue that a reporter gave from the Watts riots that happened in, like, 65. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this can happen literally at any given second. Right. All it takes is one thing. Right. Which is terrifying because all of that stuff has been happening forever. I just kept thinking, if we drive around, can we see pieces of this still there? Or has it all been rebuilt? Well, for like, for instance, I think um, 
uh, Normandy and whatever that intersection where like all the young guys were. Mm-hmm. I think I'm sure there's some kind of like memorial or something because 60 people died. That's nuts. 11,000 people were arrested. And a billion dollars in damage. And there were a thousand fires in Los Angeles going on at one time. Structure fires. And for a long time, as they said in the movie, but it's, the, it really takes place over the course of like the riots, like four days. Which but, is insane. Which is a long time. Not a lot of time, but a long time. But it was all really condensed to, like, South Central for a long time. But then it started bleeding into, like, Koreatown and then Hollywood. And then you can see the fires going all the way down to, like, Beverly Hills and Century City. It was scary. It was quite the movie to watch on Mother's Day. Yeah, that was a little bizarre. But I loved it. Wasn't it bizarre all seeing, like, dead people in the streets? Oh, oh yeah. And, like, the military? Oh, yeah. It looked like a movie. It did look like a movie. Um, and it's on demand if you don't, like, if you have, if, like, if they aren't repeating it or whatever. So, yeah, if you want to watch National it, Geographic. Google it. It's everywhere. National Geographic, I think you can watch all their stuff online for free anyway. You have to log in um, to cable. But email us and then I'll give you we'll, my uh, exactly. provider information. We'll give it to you. It's very, very good. Um, next we're going to talk about American Idol. American Idol is coming back next year. I promise we will not talk about it every week until then. We may have to. We might have all to. All these crazy developments. So earlier in the week, or we might have talked about it a little bit last week, but they announced that they were basically going to have Kelly Clarkson as their main judge, which I was thrilled about. Did they? Well, they, I mean, it was everywhere. So they didn't. So they there didn't, but it talks. was, the, the sources close to the show were saying she was close uh, to You the can't sign. take that as true. When it's on People, I can. Uh-uh. Hollywood Reporter, I can. Uh-uh. So... To combat that, two days later, Kelly Clarkson announced she's going to be a judge on The Voice. Not only is she going to be a judge on The Voice, the competition, she's going to be a judge on the season that's directly in competition with the new season of American Idol. So doesn't that just tell you never to believe what people say? Absolutely. Because that's, I mean, I could tell People Magazine tonight and say, Katy Perry is about to sign tomorrow, or Aretha Franklin, right. and they'd believe it. I could say I'm a source of the show. You know what I mean? Anybody can say anything. You're right. You can't take it seriously. I mean, you thought American Idol was gonna never going to get canceled. How many times are you going to hold that over my head? And they're saying exactly the same thing now. They're saying it's going to run forever with The Bachelor and Dancing with the Stars. They're wanting to put it as like a piece of that puzzle of like ABC reality shows that have been on forever and ever and ever. It will work. Also, I did not realize Amazing Race has been on for almost 30 seasons. I the mean, next one will be its 30th season. I've seen every single season. I have watched I a lot you. of bad TV. I pray TV. for you. I pray for you. So Just think about what you could have been doing oh, otherwise. Absolutely. I could have built a house. I could have like become a priest. I could have been ordained as a minister. Been outdoors. I, breathing fresh air. You're right. <laughs> you're right. It is nice to walk around outside. Today when we were walking around, I thought, it is nice just to be, like, in the world. Yeah. The problem is over here, there's not a lot of places to just walk around. Exactly. I'm not walking, like, around in Koreatown. It could be the LA riots again. I hate it. Let's move. Where should we move to? Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Anyway, so Kelly is my real goober of life because I do not like The Voice and I'm not trying to watch that every week. But, but I will. have to. I'm not going to not watch her on something. 
Anyway, so now we don't know who the judges are, but apparently they're announcing it on Tuesday. That's soon. Which I have a feeling they won't really announce it, but they'll announce Ryan. Well, I think they said, I mean, they said everybody, they're hoping to have everybody announce it yeah. Tuesday. And then today uh, they're all saying that it's going to be Katy Perry, which is interesting because Katy Perry said no to being paid $10 million for The Voice. With the first time they were shaking up the judges. Yeah, and the whole point of doing this is that it's a cheap TV show. Exactly. But see, the thing is, if they get somebody like Katy Perry, and they get somebody like like Max Martin, as one of the other people they've been saying, who does all like the Taylor Swift yeah. songs, he's not going to get paid $10 million. No. He'll get paid like a million dollars. Right. So, because you know, like Randy wasn't getting paid the same thing as Paula. Right. Or like Simon. Exactly. Maybe as Paula, God bless her. What's she doing? Oh, so you think you can dance. Yeah. Which I still can't get into. Um, finally, we're going to talk about a few fall TV cancellations that I thought were fascinating. First of all, one that wasn't fast, uh, canceled is Once Upon a Time, which I do not watch. Who does? People. I mean, it's been on for years and years. I just think that that type of show to me mm -hmm. is just a little cornball. Well, yeah. Also, I just don't want to be seeing CGI like that unless it's in, like, a Thor movie. You know? Yeah. Like, witches. Yeah. Did, yeah, I could see that. I don't want to, pe like, see people zapping each other, you know? It just doesn't seem fun. Anyway, so the entire main cast, other than the evil witch or evil queen. What's Lana, her name? Lana Perilla is her name in real life. I don't know what her name is on the show. But all the other people left, basically. Jennifer Morrison, that blonde lady from House, left. Which I think it's interesting. She also left House before it was over. So she knows when it's about to not be good, and she pieces out. Jennifer Goodwin. Do you give her good credit for that, or do you think that's shady? I mean, if you're not in a contract, who cares? You can do exactly. whatever you want. She said she's been on TV forever. She wants to take a break, which I can understand. That's what Connie Britton said about Nashville. But then I'm like, mm, a paycheck is nice. Yeah, but she's not going to not get paid. She's going to work. I will do any job forever if they paid me $500,000 Oh, day literally. For four hours. I mean, hours that's why. Work. Why do you think Ellen Pompeo is still doing Grey's Anatomy? Literally. She gets paid like, I'd love to know how much she gets paid. Let's find out. Um, so anyway, the Jennifer Goodwin, uh, Jennifer Morrison, and then three men who I don't know who they are. Basically, the only people that are staying on the show are the evil woman. I think Rumpel's still singing because that guy's not going to get work elsewhere. And then one of the younger people. Yeah. I would feel so gypped if I had watched a show for years and years and years and all of a sudden it was all new people. Or like they completely changed the story. Similar to Nashville where Connie Britton is killed off. Sorry, spoiler alert. And she... And like you've been watching the show for years and like, oh, we're moving to a new network. How awesome. And the main woman isn't on there anymore. That it's is like, a what's the point? Just bizarre. cancel it. Right. And I don't get it. Also, Scandal's going off next year. But see, they're going off while they have all their people and it's still good. Exactly. They, it's, I think there is something... I mean, there's... It's or nice. it's at least kept its campiness. Exactly. You know, it hasn't like changed exactly. drastically. It's nice to end on a high when people still love it. Than to end when people are like, oh my gosh, I'm still watching Scandal. Exactly. Which is, like, even your mom said today about Grey's Anatomy. She watches it, but she said, I can't believe I'm still watching this. Right. It's like, is that really how you want to be remembered? It's like a show that people had to 
stick with forever and ever. She gets paid. This was, I think, 2014. Half a million dollars an episode. So she's making real money. And those shows have like 20 episodes. How many episodes per season of Grey's Anatomy? Other big shows that got canceled? Two Broke Girls. Rest in Peace. 24 episodes. So how much is that? Oh wait, 12. 12 million dollars a season. And it's been on for 14 years. She rich. <sighs> um... Yeah. American Crime. American Crime, which you weren't watching. Imaginary Mary. Imaginary Mary starring Jenna Elfman. She'll never make it. Rachel Dratch. Rachel Dratch, I know. But she's so good. Jenna Elfman, I think, is very good. Mm. I don't know who that is. Dr. Ken. <gasps> oh, Dr. Ken actually had viewers that I was reading about that. I was kind of surprised. Who's watching that? I don't know. Did you watch TGIF or was that before your time? On ABC? Mm-hmm. I mean, Grey's Anatomy was like peak TGIF, wasn't it? No, that was on Thursdays. Wasn't it Friday? TGIT is the Shondaland shows. I don't know them. TGIF was like Sabrina, no. Boy Meets World, no. Sister Sister, no. Full House. No, That was ABC? Yeah. Full House? Yeah, I think Full House was part of TGIF, was it not? No, Home of, uh, Family Matters. No. Step by step. I don't even know what that is. You don't know what Family Matters is? Urkel. Oh. <gasps> ah, okay, we're moving on. I can't. You've never seen anything with Urkel? Well, I know who that is, but I've never seen a single TV show with him on it. What's the other one? Step by Step? Step by Step with Suzanne Summers. A workout show? Oh, my word. Oh, my word. She does workout, doesn't she? Yeah, now she does. She does, like, health and beauty, and she's, like, talking about all these healthy ways to, to like, grow old, but she's had so much surgery, and her face looks like she was stung by 5,000 bees. <laughs> it's like, that's not healthy aging. You just have had surgery to look like that. It doesn't matter how many vitamins you're taking. I mean, it does, but anyway. <laughs> it's like, uh, same with Jane Fonda. That's yeah. not inspirational to me if you've had plastic surgery. But Jane Fonda does look good. Yeah. Every time I'm watching Grace and Frankie, I'm like, I bet Lily Tomlin's looking over at her like, dang, <laughs> you're making me a little bad. Um, our question of the week comes from Andrea. She says, Abby Lee is going to prison. Do you think Dance Moms will continue? I just... The answer is no. How could it? I think they'll come back in some like sort of special way, the same way they do with, what's the woman who has the eight kids? Octomom? No. Oh, uh, Kate Gosselin. Like, she comes back every once in a while with, like, a special. Yeah. That's what they'll do with her. I don't know. I, those people are all famous. Like, all those girls have, like, five million followers. So I think, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to make something with them. But, eh. The, the, eh. She's a crackhead. Who? Abby. Oh, yeah. She's nuts. She seems real nuts. If you, that's why I, can't, I don't follow her on any social media because no. it all seems too crazy and like desperate. Yeah. Even watching that Good Morning America thing where she was talking about, it seemed very like desperate. Exactly. I only like her on the show, but Which I would also's... love to meet her. No. I'd love to just like go to lunch with her and talk about like Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> um, that's her question of the week. If you have a question, you can email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. Your song of the week is a song called Forever. By a band called L.A. New York, L-A-N-Y.
Mine's called Driver by Billy Raffle, Raffle, R-A-F-F-O-U-L. Raffle. Is that it? Sure. It's very good, and he has really good hair. I feel like I'm floating a boat on the ocean. I'm lost on the road somewhere. Darling, don't wait up. I'm counting all my luck. I hope it can get me there. forward to alien kimmy schmidt everything everything this is about to be a good week can't wait also anna green gables came out on netflix i don't care not two <laughs> cents about that i kind of want to watch it i just can't i'm too oversaturated ne- i quit i will TV. say this about netflix except for handmaid's tale oh yeah no that's good Netflix is starting to get to be too much. Like, it's like every single week they have a new show. And, like, I know some people wa- can watch ev- a show every single week, and that's the whole point is you're supposed to binge stuff, so you watch all in a couple days. I just ran out of oxygen. <laughs> but, like, it's just too... Like, every time I click on it, it's like na- the new season of something is, like, the banner at the top. And I'm not even done with the other stuff. Well, remember, they're making, like, $300 million a month. So the entire budget of the highest grossing tv show or the most expensive tv show ever the crown is made in like 15 days from their net their netflix subscriptions that's insane i appreciate they have all sorts of content all different every kind of show you can think of but it's like the whole fun of those shows was like there was like one at a time or like it was like what do you call it came out house cards came out then a little bit later uh, Orange is the New Black came out and yeah. then it was like a little bit Well, later. those because those were the first original yeah, exactly. TV. The first original Netflix Even, That's what I like about HBO. They kind of come in spurts. Yeah. It's like they have some spring shows, some summer shows. It's like they, there's one every three days. How can you even keep up? 
You can't. I know, but I want to, so that's the problem. Stop trying. I know. I know. And finally, your goober of the week. Um, I actually have a winner of the week. Okay. And it's that couple we were just watching on that Fixer Upper show. Oh, yeah. Chip and Joanna. I need to get her book. They're cute. I only watched one episode, and I was like, I need to get this woman's book. You almost cried. I love stuff like that. When they rolled the thing away, then you got to see the house, and the woman was so happy. I was like, oh, I need to know. <laughs> Is that on Netflix? Maybe. I will have to look. Are they have repeats a lot? Oh, yeah. Okay. My group of the week is Steve Harvey. Did you read the letter that he sent yes. his staff? Steve Harvey basically sent his entire staff. First of all, he referred to it in the first sentence as, Welcome back to the new season of my talk show. I would have been like, I'm out. <laughs> he said, basically, don't talk to him unless he's invited you to talk to him. Or don't make come an appointment. To, exactly. Don't come to his dressing room. Don't knock on his door. Don't wait outside for him in the hallway. If you see him walking, don't walk with him. If you th- try to, security will escort you away. Literally, that's what he said, like word for word. I mean, amen. I mean, I understand what he, he said. I have to get back some me time and like some time for my enjoyment. But it's like, these people are working for you to have a show with your face on it, your name on it. The least you can do is be kind to them. Yeah, that That's was not... bad. Oh, yeah. And also when they, like, called him out on it, he was like, oh, yeah, I said that. He had no, like, just qualms about any of it. He was what like, I've done it. I know. I was like, Ugh. It makes his whole persona seem... I mean, it just is all fake. He is fake. Yeah. Ugh. Also, his talk show sucks. I... It is so bad. He has no... He's great on Family Feud. Because he has that kind of witty thing he can play off people. But his talk show is like watching when Bethany Frankel had a talk show. He had the man bun guy come on and make a man bun and walk off the stage. It's like, what? It's bad. But like, I, if that was my boss, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm not working here anymore. No, I'd do like a max a mass exodus. Yeah, exactly. I'd get everybody fall. to fire. Exactly. Or quit, whatever. Quit. Sometimes I... Would you do that? What? Wouldn't that be crazy just to experience? Oh, if I got everybody at Dylan's to just walk out? <laughs> and then Dylan's just has no people? Well, I thought about that at work, though. That I was like, I mean, we make these stores function. Let's do it. But see, I, like, I need to pay my rent. Me too. Okay. That's our podcast for this week. If you have any questions for us, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. If you want to follow us outside this, you can find us on youtube.com slash c slash currytarrell on Instagram, at Curry Terrell, at Adrian J. Gomez. On Twitter, at Curry Terrell, at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And on Facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Go see everything, everything. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Can't wait. Bye, y'all.